Welcome to Keeping Up With The Nerds podcast, our weekly show where we discuss all the nerdy news bits and breaking news, starring Nick Valero, Renee Bravo, and me, Brian Quevedo. You can find us on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds or our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Check out our description for more information, and don't forget to rate the show if you like what you heard. Now, on with the show. Recording at 12920 Philadelphia Street, Wood, California, at Outer City Comics. Keep up with the nerds presents issue 121. My name is Renee. This is Brian. And Nick. And you welcome know, to the show, everyone. You know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> you know how this works. When it's Renee's time, you're lost. <laughs> you're lost. We talked about uh, this. It sucks. That's how this works. You want to do it again? No. no. <laughs> welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Keeping Up with the Nerds. You remember it was issue 121, right? 121? Yeah, yeah good mm-hmm. job. Why yeah. can't you remember? I remembered it was 120 last week. Yeah, I know, because we had to tell you. But I said it. Guys, if you guys are not watching this show on YouTube, you're missing out, because we're all in costume. Costume. Yes, Renee, who are you? Justin Forster. <laughs> <laughs> no. Freddy Krueger. I, I have a quick question. Yeah. Can I cut your lips open? Huh? Can I cut your lips open? I told you can. <laughs> right before he stabs someone. So, so is it? <laughs> ah! Ah! Oh god! <laughs> All right, who are you? Tell I'm us. Michael Myers. You're Michael Myers. Yeah. <laughs> Muffled Michael. I don't think this is gonna work, bud. No. I don't think this is gonna work. No, and Nick. Well, I lied to you. Mm-hmm. Why? I am not a payday character. What are you? Oh, this is why. Yeah. Who are you supposed to be? What? Who am I supposed to be? Yeah, who are you supposed you to be? You know who I'm supposed to be, Brian? No. I, I want you to guess. I don't. Do you want to know? <laughs> you really I don't, don't know. Do you want to know? Are you a Ninja Turtle? No, Brian. I'm not. Why are, just... you, why are you unbuttoning your <laughs> trench coat? It's kind of creepy. You know why, Brian? Because I'm you! <laughs> <laughs> I'm you! (laughs) And and you're so basic, I had to go to Loot Crate and just buy a shirt, and I'm immediately in a cosplay of you! (laughs) Look, this is how basic Brian is! I shaved my must- I shaved my beard for this! There was a commitment! There was a preview. <laughs> there was a conversation about the beard. <laughs> I'd have conversations. Brian's mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> dead. He's just dead. <laughs> worth it. It's so worth it. I know. It. That, was so great. that was great. It. <laughs> it's so worth it. <laughs> <laughs> decided to record first and then do the all speech right, after. Alright, the, the whole penis in your mouth thing ain't gonna work the whole podcast. I think you're gonna have to take it off. 
This is genuine shock. <laughs> I, like, I love the commitment, yeah. but we can't do an hour and a half of that. <laughs> did I get you? Yeah. Did I get you? Yeah. You did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you yeah. crying? He's laughing so hard. He cried. Oh, I can't even look at you, Nick. I, I don't even want to look at you. Yeah. You don't want to look at yourself? I don't, I don't. You don't want to look at the mirror? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm gonna look at you the entire time. <laughs> I'm done. I don't even want to. I'm Bob. I'm Bob. I'm Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He still has it. That's like what you were. Is you. I don't. I, don't, I genuinely <laughs> don't want to look at you. <laughs> is it, why? It, 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 it's weird. Is it? It is. Because it looks. It looks pretty good. The stash. I'm like, yeah. why? The stash. It looks good, huh? Yeah. I, I pull think it the up. stash is the freaky part about you. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> I, like, it doesn't work for you. It doesn't. It does. no. But for the bit, it works. <laughs> Not only that, but also I'm keeping it. Are you really? Yeah. He's got to grow out the rest gotta, of it. I'm going to grow out the rest of it again. Because <laughs> me, clean shaven, looks like a looks like a beluga whale. Yeah. can't have that. <laughs> and you missed it if you guys are not <laughs> watching the YouTube yeah. version of this here at Keep It Up With The Nerds so you have missed out completely yeah. everything that has happened also is it strange that this look is just a trench coat away from being a pervert <laughs> like I'm being serious like literally <laughs> like, what do you mean <laughs> like if I just do this He's a flash. Don't relate me to. Don't put those two things together, dude. I'm just saying. Don't look, do, look how close you are. I'm gonna get you a trench coat for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that way they can stop just identifying you. All as right, can we one. move on? Can yeah. we move on? It's all good. Uh, I'm flattered, but also creeped out. Thank you for that. So this, okay, really quick, because we talked about this last week. I this told was, them about it a yeah. week ago. So this was, yeah, this was planned. Um, this wasn't the original idea you had, right, for a costume, or was this? You were gonna uh, go something else. What was I gonna go as again? I don't remember. I settled on this. You said because, like, I said, like, what if you went as Brian? And you were like, you know what? I was thinking about that. Because, <laughs> you know? because I, I was gonna do something else, like actually, like relevant. Yeah. And then he then said, you should go as Brian. And I went, oh, you're a genius. <laughs> yes, I should totally do that. That's why I freaked out when I text when you were texting because I thought you I had plenty of time before we got here. I thought I had plenty of time mm-hmm. to shave and do everything else for tomorrow. Yeah. Then he was like, oh, yeah, we're recording early. I then had to run home, which also, what the ha- what in the world happened? You said you were going home to shower. I had no time to shave my beard, <laughs> change into a trench coat, find a mask, and still make it here before you. <laughs> you, want, you want my truth? Yeah. I feel flattered because like someone has to, co- or someone is cosplaying. Yeah, someone's like, cosplaying in, you. Yeah. If there's like a trivia question out there, it's like, you know, like what's one interesting thing about you? I had someone cosplay as me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's yeah. an interesting fact, but it's also creepy because you took the time to do this, <laughs> which is weird, but okay. The funny this, is thing gonna be, sure. this is going to be funny in the IG uh, post. Oh, dude, <laughs> like, so great. Which one is he? Yeah. <laughs> I sense an imposter. <laughs> Emergency mini. <laughs> now I know what. Okay, I got it. I got. I know what you're thinking. I know what you guys are thinking. All right. What? All right. No, what? it's okay. We'll talk about it afterwards. Oh, I think people skit, will yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. people yeah. will see. Oh yeah, because yeah. we walked in uh, today. 
<laughs> Brian was like, okay, guys, you ready to film the skit? And then we went, we yeah. should do the podcast. Let's first. do the podcast first. Let's get that over with, and it's, then we yeah. could film the skit. Because he, he had this on the whole entire time Brian was And here. it sucks. Oh, we can't it doesn't really breathe. show the skit then, because then it ruins the immersion. Well, I was just That's why I was thinking about just doing like a scary thing with this. But the skit that we were originally thinking was a doppelganger skit, because yeah. that was also really funny. Because the reveal is, I, I'm a hundred percent. Well, whatever yes, we end up with, you'll see it at the beginning of the we'll, show. We'll yeah, bounce we got to move on. Yeah. We got to yeah, move on because it's a pretty good show today, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. I'm just happy so. I killed eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so great. we're gonna be talking about DC and Marvel in the same episode. Two worlds colliding into something great. Mm-hmm. Issue 121. We're gonna be talking about the Guardians trailer that yes. came out, yes. the Ant Man trailer that yes. came out. Black Panther also had an early reveal, getting some great reviews. We're going to be talking about that when the movie premieres. But also breaking news from the DCEU, yeah. where people are, they're putting people in places now. Interesting. People are getting titles. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we'll be talking about that throughout the show. Uh, before we begin with comic strips, just a reminder, keepingupwiththenerds.com is there to get all the up-to-date information. Go check out our partner podcast, Our Real Addiction, because they talk about Doctor Who. The tenth Doctor is back. Yeah, spoilers, crazy. you know. But back point, as the fourteenth Doctor. No, they they went thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth. Yeah, that's supposedly what's going to happen. But Miguel and Adam over there have you covered. If you guys want to know what they're talking about and what's mm-hmm. going on, they're also going to be talking about some Ant Man trailer stuff yeah. as well. So you can go check them out to see their thoughts on it. That is all in episode eighty six mm-hmm. here on yes. YouTube and on uh, audio platforms yeah. as well. You guys can find us on any audio platforms if you guys are driving around, working out, you guys want to listen to our show, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Bodbean. And also, you guys are missing out some great bits. Check us out on YouTube here at Keeping Up With The Nerds. Mm -hmm. Follow us on our socials as well. With that said, are we ready to start comic strips? Let's do it. All right. It's going to be a short one. I did write a lot, but it is short. That's short? This is short. It was just a long list of stuff. Okay. All right. First of all, Elon Musk has officially bought Twitter for $44 billion. Wow. How much do you think that is per share? Who cares? (laughs) A million. (laughs) $54.20. That's it. Yeah, we're... Moving on from that, Uh or real quick, just in addition to that. In addition to that... He has already fired the CEO, CFO, and head of legal policies, trust, and, and he was uh, able safety. to give them forty-nine million dollars. Basically, you're fired, but here's forty-nine. Million. And take your shares and get out of here. Yeah. So I mean, not did, a surprise. Did they lose? Not really. I mean, look, it's there. What they I got mean, forty-nine million dollars instead I mean, of jail time. I think they honestly, think if you heard that <laughs> Elon Musk bought your company that you're working for, I you probably be on, like, yeah, I'll be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, give me my $49 million before you know you start doing some Never working a day in my life again Some labor crimes yeah. There you go, right? Uh, moving on Microsoft has already mentioned that there will be eventually a price increase to their consoles and Game Pass systems Not this holiday season, but they're warning people The only assumption people are really making is because of global inflation It kind of makes sense that the prices are going to go up Only makes sense, yeah But it is kind of smart in Microsoft's marketing Only a matter of time Yeah, but it's smart in Microsoft's marketing that they're not just like dumping it like Sony has with the PlayStation Mm -hmm. They're kind of like letting you know, like, hey They just showed up one day and they were like, they're $700 Yeah, exactly (laughs) Get used to it Oh, you, you haven't gotten yours yet uh, it's going to be $150 more, sorry. Or it's like yeah. $50 more or something like that in certain mm. countries. Not here in the U.S. yet, but... Yeah, it's coming. Still. It's coming. The wave. It'll be here soon, maybe. Which also, for Game Pass, I'm not going to lie, I'm okay with paying 20 to 25 It's worth that price. 
I'm just okay want that. Microsoft to give me a yearly plan rather than a month per month because they the, have they have three month plans. What are you talking about? They do, but you have to get it on sale. I know, but also I'll send you some of the links because there's a lot of times like Black Friday, great times to pick up like three months for like twenty five or thirty dollars or something. Like yeah. That. So what I yeah. usually do is I spend like a hundred dollars. Yeah, I heard. I got. I'm gonna do that this year. Yeah, just to kind of like, yeah, because then because they stack. Something like that. Well, because they stack. So mm. if you get like three month, three month, three month, three month, Sony three doesn't month. do that anymore. Mm. Yeah, they, they don't let you stack anymore. Oh really? Yeah, Xbox they stopped allow- that. Yeah, uh, Xbox, I think, Xbox still allows you to stack them. Yeah. So you can you can do a three month, three month, three, and you can just keep on going. And mm. so and then you're just like, okay, I don't have to pay it for like a year. If listeners uh, think I'm wrong or know that I'm wrong, correct me down in the comments below. But I think Sony doesn't allow stacking because there was a glitch in their system where people mm-hmm. were buying mm-hmm. uh, PlayStation Plus. Uh, memberships mm-hmm. and they kept stacking it for like years and years and years and years for like a super low price okay. and so sony was like we're losing too much money here we got to stop this and i think we can't stack i mean more. even if you don't stack them i mean <clears throat> three months just buy a couple of cards and put them in the just put them in your drawer and yeah there you go on to them. whenever you need them so that's interesting there uh in other news topic that we talked about in issue 120 black adam what is the critic score what do you guys think it is 94 percent. no critic score oh 25 percent no not that low no it's like probably like uh, i want to say 56 no it's like it's like a 72 no 40 percent it's a 40 percent critics 40 percent wow what is the audience audience score score? is like a 90 92 okay i'd say it's a above a 90 it's a 90 percent it is it is one of the highest rated audience score uh dcu films how do you get it to the dark knight how do you get it so like off I don't know. That's I such think, a huge. See, that's, a, that's a huge hit. That's the thing is that, you know, when you see the movie, you and I watched it through a fan perspective. I when Brian that. watched it, it was a more critique perspective, which yeah. is fine. That's but I'm not going to give it a four. No, no, but that's the thing. No, 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 <laughs> no. But it's your perspective. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. It's your perspective. No, I'm not going to start the argument. Right <laughs> no, no it's your perspective. It is my fair. It's a fair perspective that you have because you yeah. know you're you're judging the movie by its you know by its merit. By its, yeah, by its merit. Yeah. And, you know, we're just enjoying it, you know, me and Nick, because yeah. we're just DC boys, you know, so we love Oh, yay! Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's the thing. You can't be excited for DC. You're a Spider-Man fanboy now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Spider-Man. I like to make things sticky. So, <laughs> I like to make things sticky. <laughs> Out of context. Sticky. I'm a teenager who likes to stick things up. <laughs> That's Good job, boy. Nick. That's your, that's, your boy. that's your boy. Alongside this piece of news, yeah, yeah. The Rock and Henry Cavill have both come out and said that yes. basically Dwayne The Rock Johnson was a big advocate to bring back Henry Cavill Good. as Superman. Yeah. Not only that, but the suit that we see in the end credit scene was Henry Cavill's choice. Yeah. And that Good. explains why it's a lot brighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's honestly cool. Like, this is my issue with, with Warner Brothers right now. That's Warner what, Brothers allows the suits to run the movies mm-hmm. rather than allowing the people that know the characters to run the movie. Well, yeah. that's the thing, though, is because even when Henry Cavill did an interview recently, he was saying, I'm excited to get back to the DC universe and I'm excited to for everybody to see a lot happier and brighter Superman. Yes. Like, that's what I can't wait for people yeah. to see. And that's insane of... Oh my God, we're actually going to see a Superman who enjoys his life. Yeah. 
and he's having a good time being Superman. Yeah. He's not always just mopey because he's Space Jesus. Space Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. He can, why why no, can't yeah. he just be a kid from Kansas? No, yeah. I mean, and that's how it should be. Like, you can tell. Like, here's the thing. Henry Cavill was not a hater of Superman. He understood Superman. He did. Now, here's kind of the correlation that you can make, right? When the suits make the decisions, what they want is they sell you what they think you want. The actors, the producers, and the directors, they're able to craft something from their own hearts, their own minds, like what it is that could potentially work because this is the work that they want to do. James Gunn is a perfect example of this because look at Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy was a complete left turn of what the franchise originally was in the comic books. Yeah. But and this was his own interpretation. But that's the other thing, though, is that Warner Brothers, because I, I can, you can see that I feel like Black Adam wasn't touched by the corporate side as much as other DC movies have been. Yeah. You can tell that Dwayne Johnson had a lot of say. He had a lot of say. Yeah. He had a lot to go, no, we're not doing that. Mm -hmm. No, we're going to be bringing this character in. Mm -hmm. No, we're not going to make it all like dim and gray and all like, ooh, it's moody and black Adam. No, it's going to be bright. It's going to, we're in, we're, (laughs) we're in the Middle East. Yeah. (laughs) It's got to be sunny. Yeah. (laughs) We can't film this thing at night. Mm -hmm. He's the peep, he's, like he knows the, the people's people actor, yeah, yeah, but he knows what the people yeah. want. He, that's and what it wants. He want, he focuses on his fan base. Yeah, and the and, and the other thing is that even if you watch like Man of Steel, Man of Steel is a is an algam, uh, a, it's an algamation of different Superman movies because there's so many different things that are inside of it. Where if you listen or have read other scripts of Superman movies that almost happened, you can go oh. That's from Kevin Smith's script. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's from the second script after. Oh, that's from Immortal, where they pulled that scene from. Oh, there's like oh Zod fighting off polar bears. Why did he fight polar bear? Like, there's a lot of things that they just kind of pulled from these old scripts and went. Now we got a Superman movie, mm-hmm. and they didn't have a genuinely good idea yeah. for Superman. All they knew was we're going to make Superman the DC universe is Jesus. Yeah. Well, yeah, it felt like man of steel was a very studio heavy film that like every producer was like, well, there was an idea that we had this way. Let's do that now. Since we're doing a new Superman movie. Right. You know, or like, Oh, well I kind of want this in the Superman movie. You know, it was like a lot of people kind of just, you know, you're trying to please everyone. That's Same thing with the, uh, like the Spider-Man squid monster at the very end of, Oh yeah. Uh, Man of Steel mm-hmm. when you're fight right before he fights Zod, he has to fight off this like spider squid monster, which makes no sense in the mm-hmm. movie and it's mm-hmm. destroying the city and you're kind of like yeah. just take it out of town. Like mm-hmm. whatever you do, get Zod, pick him up and throw him into Kansas. So we'll be talking more about into, like we'll be talking more about DC in a bit because yeah. there's a lot of news that's coming out that's yeah. making this look like it's headed in a positive direction. Yes. But more to come with that throughout the issue. Uh, there's a couple more pieces of news. Uh, do you guys know about a game called Callisto or Callisto Protocol? Callisto Protocol? Yeah. No. It is a game that is uh, being helmed by Glenn Schofield, who was the original creator of Dead Space. And he's today's sponsor. No. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. um, so it's basically going to be a Dead Space-inspired game. Okay. It still focuses on dismemberment, and you know, cool. they still got a real freaking cool. weird story. Uh, game is banned in Japan. 
That's a good sign. Wow. That's a good sign. Because it's too gory for Japan. Really? Sure. Which is ironic. Right? Because Japan will go with the crazy, I'm going to mess with you psychologically and mentally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can't see gore. Yeah. Which yeah. is so weird. I'll it's be so all supernatural. You know? Prawn is accessible uh, yeah. to a lot of people. Yeah. We just got to blur out the genitalia. Well, not only that, but also it's okay if an anime does it. But it's That's weird true. when a TV show or a live action or a video game does it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's a lot. There's a lot of anime that are just gore filled. There's a. There's literally an anime called Blood Sea. Yeah, yeah. And there's a scene where you have demon bunnies mm-hmm. running through a town. Yeah, blending people up and eating. Them. Yeah. Oh, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen that scene. Like, yeah, they get. They make like a bag. And they're, they're yeah. giant bunnies, and they grab people, put it in there, and, and they, they have to make their hand like a blender, and just like that. And then they start drinking. Yeah. And they just start drinking it, or they're just oh, chewing stick people. A bunch of people, like their fingers are like giant skews, and they're just like. Yeah. Yeah, like they're eating tacos. Or a popular uh, anime that just came out, uh, Chainsaw Man. Chainsaw Man too. Yeah, it's pretty gory. But here's the thing. Okay, we can make fun of them. Whatever reason, right? We don't know the culture. We don't know why they do it. It. They make fun of us. We can make fun of them. Respectfully, it's, we'll leave it at that because I know someone Japan. out there is going to take it to offense and go like, you know, oh this and that, whatever. It's banned in Japan. That's all it is. It's too gory. We don't know why. I'm into but it. Sure, I'm into it. We'll get to enjoy. It. Simple as that, right? Well, yeah. you know that's a you know on Hollywood Babylon that's an actual bit. What? It's called What the F Japan. Oh. And they'll ju- and they'll just read the news uh, of Japan. Hollywood Babylon is a uh, Ralph. Ralph Garman and Kevin Smith. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And like one of their bits is called "What the F Japan," and there's an even there's even like a. Are they still doing that, by the way? Yeah, they still do it. It's over at the Improv. I kind of want to go, dude. It's so I'm much down. fun. I've been like I'm twice. Down. It's so much fun. I kind of want to go. We should go. It's yeah. hilarious. We should go. Yeah, I've heard it advertised when you know on K Rock when it was good. When K- well, that was because Ralph Garman was in. K- <laughs> Yeah. Well, when, yeah. uh, when Ralph Garman was with uh, Kevin and uh, Kevin and Bean yeah. before they uh, yeah. got um, what's just Bean now? Yeah, well, no, Kevin, just Kevin. No, they no. left. No, Bean left, and yeah, then Bean Kevin left. left. No, yeah. I thought they got kicked Kevin, out. Kevin and Bean left. Yeah, I think so. Because yeah, was they Kevin got kicked for a out. while. Yeah. Whoa, radio is wild. Yeah. No, you didn't hear about that. No, that they got. I stopped listening. I stopped listening a while. Whoever back. was left over basically arrived to work and said, "You don't have a job anymore." Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I stopped listening when Ralph Garman got fired. Yeah. Why did he get fired? They just, they just said we weren't going to pay you anymore. Yeah. That was it. He just that was why. And then not only that, but he because he mentions it in Hollywood Babylon mm-hmm. about uh, he has an entire thing of basically them saying today's going to be your last show. You're not allowed to talk about it, and we're going to give you ten minutes at the very end of the segment uh-huh. to let everyone know that it's your last show. That's kind of and that you're not going to come and that you're not going to be here anymore. And that's it. And he did it, and mm-hmm. he was very upset, and you could see him like wanting to cry. Yeah, on his last show, it's pretty messed up. That's K- messed, so messed up. Yeah, I haven't listened to K Rock in uh, years. Yeah, no, I haven't either. Do you guys ever listen to Loveline when that was still home? I uh, was. Yeah. I, I I used to listen to Loveline mm-hmm. on my way home from like a late night, mm-hmm. just because yeah. it would keep you entertained. Yeah, uh, especially before you know, mm-hmm. like Spotify and all that yeah. stuff. Like before, all that stuff was really popular. Yeah, that's, that's a thing. What I to. Two more pieces of news. Okay. Okay. One related to Halloween. Right. Second related to us and basically what's going to be happening with the show. So the Halloween bit. In the spirit of spookiness, science has determined the scariest movie to exist. Hmm. What do you think it is? Two Girls, One Cup. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> when you hear that music. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Brian's graduation tape. From what? From high school. Oh, okay, I was going to say, I'm like, don't say college, because college, was, I cried. What happened in college? In college? <laughs> Dude, I don't want to mess up the bit. <laughs> it was emotional. I understand it was. My, it was I didn't bring it up. It was for my dad. I didn't bring it up. I didn't bring up your dad. Nick, well, Renee did. He could bring, well, bring up his mom. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Bring up dead parents. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit on this show. Talk about the dead parents. Da 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 da. It's okay. You're not going to realize. What is the scariest movie around? I don't know. Are you guys Superman know. yet? Are you guys like superheroes? No. No. I don't know. His parents died. Well, there's a spider living outside my apartment. So, you, you know. I have a question. Have you put your finger out and been like, bite me? No, I bite actually me. adopted the spider. Dude, Why would you adopt this? You're terrified of everything. No. Why would you not be afraid she's of cool. I got this? A, I saw a web being formed in... <laughs> Real time. It was cool. <laughs> I named her Agatha. Please her tell Ag- me that she, was that was a missed opportunity. You could have named her Charlotte. I know. Oh. <laughs> how how did you miss that? Yeah, whatever. Has she written you notes? No, not yet. Has she has she drawn you sexy things? No, yet? maybe she should talk to Joey. See what happens. <laughs> no, I she's stick th- Joey out and just be like, hey, talk to her. She's been threatening Joey. Watch. <laughs> like when you're not there, Joey's all wet. Okay, up. we need it. We need to move on to this. What are the top? What is the top scariest movie? What oh. is the most scariest movie? Excuse me. Oh, I don't know. Terrifier. No. Uh, is it a new movie? Yes. Within this last decade. Really? Yes. Really. The Ring. No. Ring didn't even make top 10. Oh, wow. First, the number one scariest movie, uh-huh. Sinister. Really? Followed by Insidious. Really? The Conjuring, Hereditary, Paranormal Activity. That's your top five. The next five, It Follows. No. no. The Conjuring 2. No. Yes. No, the but that's a good movie, though. It's a good movie, but it's the not. The Babadook. Uh-huh. Okay. Number nine is The Descent. Uh, yeah. Ten, The Visit. This was determined by 50 individuals who had an average resting heart rate of 65 beats per minute oh. and had an increase somebody hasn't by seen, 32. Somebody hasn't seen the Serbian film. That's not, <laughs> I don't think, that's not horror. That's, yes, it is. That's torture porn. That's, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, it's horrific. So it went from 65 BPM to... 86 BPM, a jump no, of 32%. But, hold on, but also, like, the Poughkeepsie tapes? You don't think the Poughkeepsie tapes belong belong on that? It was 100 hours of scary movies. I think it's they good. just grabbed... I think they just grabbed the most common, like, popular scary movies. Yeah. If you're mentioning everything off that list, like, there really isn't a movie there that hasn't been mentioned multiple different times. I can I, understand insidious being on there i've watched insidious recently and i forgot how interesting that movie was because that's a that's a james wan film right i believe so and he loves to do he loves scary movies. he loves scary movies you know and he loves to show like basically like oh yeah like we're gonna show you stuff happening in the background yeah that's that's why everybody was kind of was kind of james wan's gonna do uh aquaman <laughs> right after Insidious yeah. came out, and they were, and everybody went, "Oh man, Aquaman's gonna be awesome." Whenever New Line and DC put out a new film, they always throw some sort of like, they love to throw Annabelle in the background, because Annabelle was in the trailer for Shazam Two, and yeah, she was in that little toy area when the she guy is. goes, She's like, a little... "I'm a pediatrician," you know that, right? And, and he she's sitting at the table. Yeah, she's sitting at the table. And then in Aquaman, 
uh, Annabelle's floating in the inside in the bottom of the ocean when they're doing like a large panel. It's the wreckage, isn't it's it? The wreckage, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah Annabelle's they, in there. Are you that's scratching yourself with your spatula? Yeah, why not? It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, problem. Yeah. Um, what I, I want. I just feel like when they make these, when they make those lists, they should add scariest popular movies. Yeah, but you got to remember that these, it's not going to, I guess. You know what's funny? I'm yeah. surprised Exorcist didn't get on the top Yeah, 10. I think Exorcist kind of just like grew out with the people. It's like, it's not as scary anymore. It's still very It tense. still holds up. It's still yeah. tense. I mean, I put it up there with The Conjuring and Insidious. That's the thing, is that it's in the same field of mm-hmm. horror movies. I'm also kind of surprised that, like, was Hereditary on there? Yeah, Hereditary was in the top ten. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think it was number four. Yeah. I, but in Sinister being number one, that's interesting. That's the one with Ethan Sin- Hawke. I wouldn't... Sinister is shocking. Yeah. I'll put... I'll, I'll, but I'll I, you gotta that. remember that they they created this list based off of how fast and the Your average heartbeat? heartbeat was throughout the entire movie. Have you seen the McKimsey tapes? No. So, the reason why I said the Poughkeepsie tapes is because they filmed it like it was a serial killer filming his murders. Yeah. And he was putting the video camera in the house or stalking his prey as before he does things. Mm. That's so why it's, it's very, terrifying. It's very unsettling. Because you'll see him breaking, like, he has the, the camera and then you can see him like popping the lock mm-hmm. and then he breaks in and then you see him put the camera down and then he goes into a closet and then you can hear them coming in and they're like walking around and they're getting, they're just getting relaxed. They're home and you can see him every so often open up the closet and like pull something out of their bag mm-hmm. or uh, like take their keys because he knows that they're going to be looking It's for one him. of those things where it's like we know what's happening but the characters don't know what's mm-hmm. going on. It's uncomforting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This is based off science. It was 100 hours of movies. Well, so I think I think also the Poughkeepsie tapes didn't wasn't there a huge like controversy about yeah, it? Yeah, because people thought it was real. People thought it was actual because footage. Because they shot it if it was like a doc, like a like a documentary. Like a documentary. But remember the Blair Witch project was kind of the same way. That's the thing. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And paranormal activity is on this list, but it was one of the more popular the, ones. Because, the reason why yeah. I think why I like to say that Poughkeepsie tapes is a lot scarier is just because it feels a lot more real. Yeah. It feels like this could happen. Yeah. Like you could find these tapes of a serial killer and because it even shows him taking a prisoner, him torturing her, him turning her into this kind of slave. Yeah. And she doing and her doing anything he wants, and he's mutilating her and yeah. stuff. It's pretty messed up. It really is. Yeah. So but like, that's yeah. the thing. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So there's your list. Kind of surprised Hostel wasn't on there. Or uh, I think like the Hostel. First song, or I first saw. Well, see, that's the thing. I think generally people don't care for the Saw movies as a general the first audience. One? The first one. Well, even then, that's the thing is, people kind of want to just move past Saw. So I can understand why Saw wouldn't be on there. But it's more of like gross out. I would than, say them feeling stress if they're monitoring their heartbeats. I would say we probably need to look at the study more to see what movies specifically were chosen to see why mm-hmm. those movies increase the heart rate, and it's based off an average too. So if there's points in the movie where there's like slower pace and you're not well, able yeah, to like, that's what, you yeah, know, that's but, it. And that's what I'm saying that Insidious and The Conjuring makes sense. Yeah, yeah. we got to move on. We're gonna wrap up comic strips with this Halloween, but. Wrapping up comic strips. I'm just, Nick, I'm just amazed that there's a lot of horror. Have, there's a lot of horror films. I have announcements before we there. move on to our main topics. 
Guys, I what? have announcements. What announcement? I have the announcement of we're going to LA Comic Con, baby. Woo! We are going to be there all three days. Woo! Asterix. What do you mean? We still have the planet. We're going to be there all three days. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, come sit, if you guys want, we're going to be there. We'll yeah. be posting up on our socials while we're there, enjoying the con. Hopefully, we're going to be getting a couple of cool interviews. We're going to be talking to you guys. We're going to be doing a couple of skits while we're there. Uh, we're going to get some awesome footage of the con itself. Yeah. Uh, maybe a vlog. We'll try to do may, a vlog. Maybe a that vlog while we're walking I just, around. Again, we need to plan out everything yeah. that's going right. to happen, but... We're going yes. to LA Comic Con. Mm -hmm. We're excited. We're going to be going there as press. Yeah, we yes. got it press this year. We're moving on up. Yes, sir. Yeah. There we go. Woo. So that's part one of the announcements. Part yeah. two, November. Issue 122 is the start of our Thanksgiving four episode long extravaganza. Yes. Where we bring in guests. Yes. Now, here's the thing we're not going to announce who's showing up until the episode premieres mm -hmm. but we're gonna tease who these people are mm -hmm. prior so if you guys want to know who is going to be on the show for issue 122 23 24 and 25 go follow us on our instagram and socials and you guys can put in your guesses or see all the information about our guests when they do show up yeah so that is going to be it it's going to be another busy november and a busy can, first week of we, december can we give them a clue for the first one for the first one they are returning guests. Okay, it's returning guests. Mm -hmm. That's all you need to know. It's returning guests. So yes. that's all we're going to say yes. because there are some pretty big surprises. Checking back in now. with somebody. Mm -hmm. Checking back in. You yes. Know, they finally got out of rehab. Finally, <laughs> finally got their life together. Yeah. So, you know, we, we back wanted on to check. Track. They're back on track. <laughs> they're off of, you know, they're finally off the juice, you know. <laughs> All right, take your pick, guys. Do we go the Marvel route or do we do the DC route? Uh, let's go. Let's just let's, get Marvel. Out of let's the way. do Marvel. Yeah, Marvel, Marvel out of the way. Yeah. Simple. Two trailers that came out. Right. Yeah. Games Gun finally allows the release of the holiday special for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Bad it, time. It looks fun. Yeah. You know what? I wasn't excited for it when it first got announced because I was like, what are they going to do? You know, is it going to be like... <laughs> kidnapping no. Kevin Bacon? That's no, <laughs> yeah. The best concept of all time. It's just going to be a kidnapping of Kevin Bacon. I <laughs> like, want... I'm so happy that it's a Drax Mantis. Yes, that's yeah. okay. No, it's, it's, a, it's, a it's, it's a Drax and Mantis adventure Yeah, with, with I'm assuming, Groot. Yeah, I'm hoping Groot. Because yeah. also... Young adult Groot. Which also Groot is jacked. <laughs> he's for for yeah. a tree. He's in his early twenties. He yeah. just for you know he's almost graduated college. He's like it's all about lifting weights yeah. and Bro. creatine and he, you know he doesn't even look like the skinny. He's like yeah. He looks like Vin Diesel, dude. He looks yeah. like Vin Diesel. It's just Vin taller. Diesel in a in a in a bodysuit. Right. One of those dude, like tracking suits. I would have laughed so hard if James Gunn would have just made him look like The Rock, and made Vin Diesel voice him. Oh my! Because that would have been hilarious. Because they they then it would have never come out. They genuinely hate each other. <laughs> then it would have never come out. No, they, no, but it like it is other. an interesting trailer. I do love that they're selling the bit where it's Kevin Bacon in it, which yeah. is really cool. Yes, that Kevin Bacon exists in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. and apparently. <laughs> so what Kevin Bacon bits are we expecting? I'm assuming that they're going to mention. That Kevin Bacon is a member of the the Avengers. Why? Because he asks. Oh yeah, that was because that was War. an Infinity War where yeah. he asks Thor, 
is Kevin Bacon still there? Yeah. And he goes, he may have joined the team. I haven't been there in a while. Yeah, I haven't been there in a in couple of in years. Endgame? In Endgame? In no, Infinity in War. Infinity War, he, they when, mentioned when Kevin Thor, Bacon. When Thor get, gets onto the, the, um, the Milano, uh-huh. They're they're asking you know like oh like who are the Avengers oh it's Earth's Mightiest Heroes and I think Mantis says oh is Kevin Bacon part of it he goes he might have joined I haven't been there in a couple of years Why? So. what was the context of that I don't remember because, because okay because Star Lord keeps on mentioning yeah. Kevin Bacon yeah. he keeps on saying that's the his, greatest that's his heroes. favorite hero. That's his favorite Earth. hero on Earth is Kevin Bacon. Oh, Kevin Bacon. Because oh, he loves Footloose. Because he loves Footloose. Yeah, that's the thing. That's, that's why Kevin Bacon that's is coming back. That's why they go get Kevin Bacon. Because Beca- Star-Lord is a big admirer of him. That's He's a thing. huge fan. Because even inside of Endgame mm-hmm. or Infinity War, he goes, is Kevin Bacon still the greatest yeah. actor ever to be there? And he goes, yeah. no. What? Like, is Footloose still the greatest movie of all time? It never was. <laughs> <laughs> like Footloose is his favorite movie. Yeah, that's his favorite movie. I like that movie. Yeah, it's a, it's good a great movie. movie. It's actually a really good movie. Yeah. yeah. And I'm really, really, really hoping that they do a Footloose. I want them to do. Yes, they have to. I they, wonder if they're going to do a Tremors. Kevin, but what about a Kevin Tremors bit? I'm okay. Come on. With, I'm okay with a Tremors bit. Where you want a Tremors? Bit. I, want Tremors <laughs> bit. I like Kevin Bacon for Tremors too. Don't get me wrong. Hmm. Tremors is awesome. I love those movies. Also. That's a really good horror movie. I don't know why that's not on the list either. Tremors? This is why it's not a horror movie. I think it's a horror movie. It's, it's a monster a, movie. It's a, it, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's it's a, a comedy. It's, it's, it's a, a dark horror movie. Yeah, no, it's still. It's a dark comedy. Okay. <laughs> it's not a, it's not so a, it's not a, a Tucker movie. and Dale versus Evil. Exactly. Why is that going to be a horror <laughs> comedy? Good, exactly. It's a dark Evil horror Dead. comedy. That's still a horror. Why aren't those movies on there? I've seen like because people you're really bothered by the that people. We will pull. Okay, we people, will research it afterwards. No, that people was not bull. cultured. Though. Yeah, that, that was. Oh bull. my god! All right, so yes, Kevin Bacon's in this. It's gonna be pretty good. Mm-hmm. But alongside the Christmas special trailer that came out, we were surprised by the ant size and mega size version of Ant Man and Wasp: yeah. Quantum Mania. Yes. Now, I don't know about you two. Trailer came out. Didn't excite me as much. Really? Overall? Overall. I, I think, was watching it. I think they messed up because they didn't add the extra five seconds to uh, make that scene cool. Which one? The scene with Ant-Man and Kang. They oh, didn't for wait. when he, when he they, tells them the they line. Didn't, yeah. They didn't add the extra five seconds that was leaked from Comic-Con. Which, which was what? Uh, it's because after he goes, so what do you think, Ant-Man? And then Ant-Man then goes, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm an Avenger. Mm-hmm. He goes, have I killed you before? Mm-hmm. He, goes, uh, and he goes, what? He goes, it doesn't matter. And then it cuts inside of in the other inside of the other trailer. If you add that, that's a pretty cool scene. That's a pretty dope scene. Because it would it. But here's the thing: from that leaked portion of the trailer to now, right? What's to say that they haven't edited the movie to kind of fit a certain, not curriculum, but you know, a certain certain idea that they're trying to do. What if they've kind of scrapped a lot of the multiverse stuff and I don't think they have really working with because here's the thing though. You can't have Kang without multiverse. That's the thing. Though. Yeah. That's a huge part of Kang's thing. Yeah. You can't go around and just go, we're going to bring in Kang and then we're going to have secret wars shortly after that all comes from, you know, multiple universes, then leading into, uh, then you know, Doctor Doom, and you have all these other things. It, it's all, it, it's just a, there's a lot of stuff going on to so, get to where you need to go. Fair. And you need, and so you need Kang, you need these multiple universes, and I do think it's going to be interesting because I do think Janet Van Dyme stranded Kang there. 
I do mm. think, and I think that's why she's Explain. so afraid. Explain. So when she is saying that when, when Ant Man's daughter is saying, "Oh yeah, we're sending out a, a signal a to the microverse, to the qua- to the, the quantum verse, yeah. to the quantum realm." Janet Van Dyme is scared because she then says, "Who are you trying to contact?" And you know, because they're talking about that little city that they saw that uh, Scott Lang saw when he was in the quantum realm. Uh-huh. He's trying to he's trying to talk to them. Janet Van Dyne was already on her own. She was outside of the city. So that means that she was living on her own, even though I'm pretty sure if she spent, what, 15, which are 25 years, 40, 30 years but longer in that dimension. You think that she didn't find that city? Yeah, she did. She did. So there had to have been some cooperation. I do think that she may have almost figured out how to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And it was because of Kang. Then she figured out what Kang was up to. So she either stole a piece of his tech or she destroyed a piece of his tech and his tech. And she, she also took his, uh, the notes. Okay. So when she then escaped into the, into the normal world, he was trapped. Now that they're going back, all the information's there. And he also has uh, Ant-Man suits. So he now has the pimped particles to come back. So, the complicated part about this trailer is that it's one of the first trailers in a really long time that doesn't have a lot of context unless you are deeply into the whole Ant-Man universe mm-hmm. portion of the MCU. Right. Because what you're talking about is stuff from Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. It's barely mentioned in any of the other MCU stuff. And that is Marvel Studios' fault. Because the last year and a half to two years of film and TV and everything that has kind of been coming out Mm -hmm. hasn't really tied up with anything. And this is the big problem that it's, it's, it's had Or This is the big problem it has. Well, Ant-Man has always been kind of like pushed to the side. But if you're going to be making this the first movie to kickstart your phase five, what can you do to get people excited to watch this movie? Because what I was seeing, okay, on Twitter and on Instagram, on all the socials, people were bagging on this trailer. Their entire argument, let's let's say, right, mm-hmm. about this movie was this movie looks really dumb. The CGI looks like garbage. Why are they relying so much on green screen? Do you see the meme where they were ta- comparing this movie to uh, Spy Kids? Spy oh, Kids yeah. 3D? I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So here's my problem. At what point did society say, hey, you know what? I'm a film critic. I'm going to go criticize this movie because it looks dumb. Well, also, yeah. I don't know a natural place that looks like a quantum realm. Get me, which I'll, I may be wrong, but I don't know a weird place where things just float in the air mm-hmm. and things are swirling in the sky and I can then go, oh, well, why don't we film there? Yeah. Instead of, fil- I'm filming a, 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 a thing that doesn't exist. That's like me going. I'm gonna film. I'm gonna film film space. Okay. Uh. Well, we're not gonna actually put a green screen around. We're just gonna put a ju- bunch of foam balls, and you're just gonna kind of do this. You also. And here's a bold statement. Here's a bold statement. You ready? You ready? This is the first time that the normal audience does not know anything about the main villain that's gonna be in this movie. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. That's Be- true. Yeah. They kind of do. I mean, Loki. No, the normal audience. Well, in the in the IMDb right now, I'm looking. There, his name. Nathaniel Richards. So it's Nathaniel Richards slash Kang the Conqueror. Uh huh. And if people don't know why that's significant, Nathaniel Richards, it's because he in the comic books is a d- direct descendant of Reed Richards. 
high intelligence, so that's why he's super smart and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, he's a descendant of Reed Richards and Sue Storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. Yeah. But this is the first time. Like, let's 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 go back. Also, Kang was revealed in this trailer mm-hmm. with his normal. I would even say comic book accurate costume. Yeah. The green. As close as purple, you could. As close as you can yeah. to make it not look. They dumb. even gave him the blue face, but exactly. we saw it not directly, but in the reflection. It's a shield. Yeah. It's like the shield to. Uh, it's kind of like his Ant Man helmet. Yeah. yeah, you know, to keep him from the quantum rays and mm-hmm. everything. Boy, I there no one's liking that. It's not Thanos. no one's no one's understanding my, how no. significant Kang is in the Marvel's my, cinematic I'm, universe. What I'm really yeah. interested in is because I just want to see, I want to see Jonathan Majors in an Iron Man suit. I that's what I want to see. Oh yeah, because I want to see at one him. point. Yeah. Oh, does. that's right, huh? He becomes yeah. Iron Lad. Iron yeah. Lad. Yeah. That's another descendant of himself and stuff like that. That's like another. That variant. Is, you know how cool that would be to see yeah. Jonathan Majors? Yeah. And then just pew, pew, pew. Just mm-hmm. like, oh my God, is it is it Tony Stark? And then he lands and you see. It's Kang. And it's Kang. Yeah. And you're like, what in the world is going on? See, that's going to be a danger for the MCU. Be Secret Wars. That would be in Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a danger for the MCU in the next couple of movies. Mm-hmm. If you're dealing with the multiverse, you're going to run into the problem that we've mentioned before with other movies. Mm-hmm. When you have too many characters, you can't flesh them out well. And I get it. It's going to be Jonathan Majors playing the same person yeah. in different forms, right? What but if you're rapidly are? throwing these different characters to people, again, mm-hmm. we really have to look at the audience here. We can all say, amongst the three of us, we understand why Quantumania is going to be you know, uh, significant for the MCU in the next two phases. Yeah. We understand what it's leading up to. This we is the know. this is the first movie in phase 5, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, now grab it's setting some, up a lot. Grab a customer. I'm not calling your, you know, your the audience stupid or anything, but grab any customer that walks through the store yeah. or grab anyone who's watching this or listening to this, right? Mm-hmm. And ask them what is so significant about Quantum Mania that will eventually lead into Secret Wars? I will tell you right now, more than likely they will not know. They won't know. Yeah. No. And you know what? That's fine. It is. Because honestly, I feel that when you don't know a lot about the source material, kind of like Guardians, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that is when Marvel really does well. When there's not a whole lot known. So you can throw it. Guardians was Marvel's Hail Mary. Guardians is a huge Hail Mary. Because it was like, people don't know anything about Guardians. People are already assuming it's going to be a very bad movie. And then it came out, and it's one of people's favorite MCU movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Andy loves Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, yeah, because it's a, it's a, it's a Hail Mary, and it's definitely And it a worked, right? Yeah. It's definitely now, a we've got to work with Ant-Man here. Ant-Man is not a Hail Mary because it's based off a character we've already seen. But they're using a villain that not a lot of people know about, mm-hmm. right? Also, you're you're introducing a legacy character like Stature. Exactly. So, Ant Man dies. In if you, I think Paul Rudd dies. I feel like Kang's gonna escape from the quantum realm, and that's what's gonna be like. Kang escapes. Paul or Ant Man Scott Lang yeah. is trapped in there. Yeah, I don't think it's he's a switcheroo. Tra- I don't think he's trapped. I physically do think that. It's I. What I want from this movie is I want an Empire Strikes Back. That's what's oh, gonna happen. End in tragedy. I just want it to end in tragedy, and Kang wins. Yeah, that's fine. You trap Ant Man and yeah. Wasp in the quantum realm, and you keep the daughter there, and that's how you begin the new generation of Avengers with her, basically either being the Wasp or another well, version. Because the thing is, is that the reason why I'm saying you should kill off Ant Man and then have Wasp. You don't need to kill off. Ant-Man. Here's here's the reason why. Because I feel that 
Cassie Lang's main mission would be to get back to the quantum realm, which she already knows how to do. It's not hard anymore. Mm-hmm. Quantum realm in Ant-Man 1, very difficult. We couldn't get there. That's that's a place that we can't get to. Mm-hmm. Now it's, okay, that's relatively easy. We've developed the technology to get to the quantum realm. We have technology. But we've discovered it. We, we, we've, we've figured this out. Yeah. So it wouldn't be necessarily too hard to go back into the quantum realm. Whereas if she is now on a vendetta of Kang murdered my dad and I'm going for vengeance and I'm going to avenge something, that's a lot more interesting and better in, in other movies. I'm going to avenge him by getting the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> the Avengers, the Avengers. I, I like how you picked up on that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, say, my, what do you have to say plug. about this, Renee? Um... I'm on the same boat with you. I don't necessarily want Scott to die, but if he does, I'm not going to be mad or sad about it. It's just done well. Yeah. But I, I'm set on that King's going to escape the quantum realm in this one. Yeah. He's not going to die in this. He's not going to die. Or, and I feel also that he's going to have Scott steal something for him. That's going to lead into him escaping. Okay. Do you think it's going to be kind of like, the new D and D movie, where they talked about that prologue of we helped somebody yeah. steal something that we should not have helped him yeah, steal. I think so. I because I do feel that that might be a thing of because them trusting I, Kang. Because I think there's when they get there, I don't think hope not hope. Um, Janet is gonna say Kang is the threat. I think it's someone initially that she's run into, and we're gonna th- we're gonna feel that's the threat. It's, and Kang's like behind the curtain. It's not Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. It's she's afraid of Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. But we run into Nathan Richards <laughs> yes. before yes. anything who is yeah. the good version of Kang, the different version. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. But now hear me out. Mm-hmm. That is a danger. Why? Because again, we know this is the problem I have with you, Nick. We know. <laughs> so they bring it back to issue one twenty. We know Black Adam. We know why we like that movie. Yeah. There's going to be people that go into it and say, what What did I just watch? You got to look at the audience that way again. They're probably going to go into this movie and say, if this guy is a good version of, the, of this character, and then this guy is a bad version of this character, why? Like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm, that, that's the thing, though, is that I'm saying that Nathaniel Richards is Kang. He refers to Kang... He Kang is kind of like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Okay. He's talked about, but not that is what and will Scott work. and Scott is only knows him by Nathaniel. Yes. And, and he only knows Nathaniel or Nathan. It's Nathan. It's Nathaniel. Nathaniel. It's Nathaniel Richards. But if he only calls him Doctor Richards, Nathaniel yeah. sounds like a name that you know would get picked on. That's why he becomes King the Conqueror. But <laughs> that that is true. But. I do think that if you have if you have him going, I need this thing in order to you know escape or yeah. anything else or because Kang is or if you want to get back out of here you need to get this you need to help me get yeah. this thing and he is uh, or we need to keep this out of the hang, hands of Kang yeah. the Conqueror because again he's he's a he's a Richards he's super smart but then very cunning at the same time yes. that's yes. the thing so he would talk Scott into doing something for him yeah but in the end. It blows up in Scott's face. Yes. Oh, so, I can't believe you did this. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, but also what it does look like is it looks like even though all of them get sucked into the quantum realm, mm-hmm. it looks like they all get dropped off in different places. Yeah. yeah. So I'm imagining that 
Janet and uh, Hank mm-hmm. are going to be trying to go over. Also, I do think Hank Pym might die in this movie. Somebody I needs to die. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, I can, can see, see Hank Pym putting the Ant-Man suit back on and that killing him because he he needed to do it. Yeah, I can see it because like Marvel's like, we can't pay Michael Douglas for the fourth film. We, we also can't. But there's no we, fourth Ant-Man announced. We also can't expect Michael Douglas is going to survive another, yeah. a fourth Ant-Man so, film. <laughs> this gives is he Marvel on your Deadpool the op- too? Huh? Is he on your Deadpool as well? He's at the Stop. <laughs> this He's gives the Marvel the Honestly, Bill Murray's higher up. No, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> this gives Marvel the interesting opportunity to do one thing that I think you hate the most, mm. which is to not kill people mm-hmm. at the end of every movie. Uh, because you are opening up the quantum realm, mm-hmm. you are allowing people to be trapped in a realm mm-hmm. where we don't ever have to see them again mm-hmm. or for a very long time. Right. But what that allows to happen is for that portal to open up again and say like, hey, I'm back, guys. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. You don't want to pay Paul Rudd? Fine. Put him in the quantum realm. That's pretty. That's uh, that's pretty dumb. But it works. It's a MacGuffin. Uh, here's my thing. It's a MacGuffin. It's a dumb one. Also, like I said, it's a pr- it's a non-problem. We've trapped somebody in the quantum realm. We've already saved somebody from the quantum realm. We know how to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So unless you've trapped everybody that knew how to do it, not only that, but also lost the technology to do it, it's a non-problem. Because we've already done it in two, so if he's trapped in the quantum room, let's just go get him. Yeah. What if there's? What if they go even deeper? I. I that's no, <laughs> no, no. Well, here's Sub- the thing. Sub-atomic. The subatomic. <laughs> the subatomic realm. The sub sub subatomic <laughs> levels of all this. But keep in mind, he's actually in the Jurassic period. In <laughs> Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness, they couldn't figure out a proper way to go to different dimensions properly, that's right? Fair. They couldn't really figure that out. Yeah. Right? Because even America all, Chavez couldn't figure it out. She still had to like. I was she had to focus. She had to focus yeah. and, she, and she kept jumping through different dimensions. I've always been a fan of the, the just the team up of I'm from this dimension. I'm from this dimension. We're just going to team up. Mm-hmm. Just because it makes everything a lot easier. It's a lot cleaner. Yeah. Uh, us having to go back and forth to different dimensions. That's super messy. It's super hard. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, what time do we have on the show? 53. 53. So I think we've kind of exhausted this talk about Ant-Man. It Mm -hmm. does come out next year. So there's probably about two to three more trailers, two more trailers and another TV spot to be coming out soon. February 17th. Did you notice that he moved his, uh, he moved the Ant-Man triggers to, instead of it being. It's his chest. Uh, I didn't know that. It's because he made the mistake in Endgame. Where he accidentally triggered. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, remember he accidentally pressed the button when they had when he goes like when they were testing. Have, yeah, we only have six. Tri- we only have six tries, and then uh-huh. he accidentally pushed it, and then he came back and he goes, "We only have five tries." <laughs> that'd be an interesting. That'd be a deep cut. Yeah, that would be a deep cut because well, it would also make sense because that was something that Iron Man did a lot. Yeah, where after each movie he would always have a solution to something that was bothering him in the last movie. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. How'd you solve the icing problem? <laughs> How'd you solve the icing problem? What icing problem? Should probably fix that. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great scene. Uh, it's a great scene. Last bit that I do want to talk about before we move on to DC: Wakanda Forever has its first reveal or its first premiere. Yeah. This week. Yes. Well, this last past week. week. Yeah. This past Appar- week. Apparently, critics have already seen it. 
Yeah. yeah. And, and they're, they're saying it. and they're saying it's awesome. Yeah. Saying it's amazing. I've heard this. I've heard that it's a good tribute to Black Panther and to Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Now Well duh. Uh, <laughs> I mean I'm assuming that's yes. that's gonna be the general but like, is it a there's good a funeral procession or a him. good film? Hmm. You know what so, I mean? Yeah. Are you, so are you trying to say that people are watching it as a tribute movie yeah. to Chadwick Boseman? And not a... And they're not... They're, they're, yeah. They're critiquing it as a fan. Yes. I don't but know, not critiquing he, it as a film. Does, like, he, does he come out as... Does he come out as like James Brown in it? And like all of his other... Why? Because <laughs> Chadwick Boseman was James Brown. No. Stop. He was. Yeah. So... Because this brings... Like again. I'm going to stand firm with this. This is something that we have said mm-hmm. the last two to three issues. This movie is going to define the way Phase 4 ends, yeah. and if it gives a good enough spark yeah. to light an interest for Phase 5, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be all about that end credit scene. It, it like. does. to make it or break it. It is yeah. Doctor Doom. Yeah. You heard it here. Henry I don't Cavale care who is else. Doctor Doom. <laughs> Henry Cavill as Doctor Doom would yeah. be pretty sick. Mm-hmm. I that, would, that, fan, that, fan theory from, that fan casting for Mephisto is, mm-hmm. is like, I oh. thought about it. Yeah. And it's not bad. I, I not like a, that's more. Not a, that's not a bad. I like bad that movie. more than Sasha Baron Cohen. I actually love that. <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen. I don't want Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> you, know, you, know you know what the thing is? Is that because I do I like. This, I do like. It, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, yeah. Renee sent us a, a like a yeah. fan. It was like a fan. Clip yeah, it was from a Marvel page. It was from a Marvel page. Yeah. And it was like, oh, Agatha. Uh, Coven, which are, the Coven of Agatha, or Coven of Agatha, yeah, and it was, and it said like who got the roles, like the roles, and then it said Jeffrey D. Morgan yeah. as Mephisto. And if you um, don't know who he is, uh, he's you know in Sam and Dean, he's yeah. also Batman, he's also you know Batman's dad, and Batman's papa, he's papa, he's <laughs> Negan, Negan. Uh, wait, For which all on, you casual people out there, <laughs> <laughs> but that was the thing though is that I, uh, he's Sam and. Dean's dad. He's also the comedian and Watchmen. He's also the comedian and Watchmen. Yes, yeah. uh, but my thing was, I actually thought that was a genius idea. Yeah. Because he can, if you've seen The Walking Dead, him as Negan. Yeah. He can be pretty menacing. Yeah. And he can be terrifying. And he, what's great with just about words. What I, yeah, that's the thing I love about Jeffrey D. Morgan is that he, you can still have the intensity if he's monologuing. Yes. The whole time he's monologuing, you're like. And I feel like, <laughs> like I feel like if you're gonna have a Mephisto eventually, yeah. a monologuer is what you need. You yeah. need somebody who can monologue. Yeah. So I I, I do agree. Jeffrey D. Morgan is a gr- yeah. whoever, whoever put that out there. Mm-hmm. That's a great choice. Yeah. It's a great choice. Henry Cavill is Doctor Doom. Henry Cavill is Doctor Doom would be interesting. I feel like he can do, he can pull it off. I feel like Henry Cavill wouldn't wouldn't know not what not to do. I feel like he would be like, okay, yeah, I I know how to do this then, okay, because this is gonna be, this is it. You like, he's he's a he's a Marvel character. Are they allowed to do that though? I feel like they've gotten a lot looser. I think what it is is that Henry Cavill has been burned by all of his contracts with studios that he would look into every little detail now moving forward. Because a lot of it is, but it, and a lot of it's been his management. Yeah, his management has missed a lot yeah. in contracts. Because he didn't know that he would he would have to keep his mustache when doing Mission Impossible for Paramount, 
and then Warner Brothers needed him to be ready because they they you know, told him that he needed just reshoot. They told him months beforehand you have to do research. Every time you talk about Mission Impossible, I want to watch that movie. It's so good. It's, a good, it's a really, I I actually recently just rewatched it. It's really good. I gotta yeah. watch it again. Um, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to see Doctor Doom cock his arms. <laughs> <laughs> Could you I mean, imagine oh, going up against Reed Richards? But I do think that would be interesting. I wouldn't mind also him not being as buff. You know what? He yeah. can't be buff. It's a metal suit he's wearing around himself. No, Can you but, imagine a jacked up Dr. Doom? <laughs> Dude. The Avengers! <laughs> Could you imagine Superman just fighting off the Avengers? That'd Dude. be awesome. Yeah. I but mean, I, I get butts and seats, honestly. It, it, yeah. it get butts and seats. I, I who okay. If it wasn't Henry Cavill, who would you put? Oh, if it's not Henry Cavill, Jeffrey D. Morgan. And I, <laughs> I swear to God, if you say it's the guy from Nip Tuck, I'm gonna hurt you. No, he was already. Yeah, I know. That's why he's terrible. <laughs> no, he's terrible. And Nicholas then, Cage. No, it was the guy from. Uh, it's the, <laughs> <laughs> the Avengers. The Avengers. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Battle World. <laughs> Read the Fantastic Four. Is that Ghost Rider? <laughs> Where's Ghost Rider? I hear he's a handsome man. I feel like I'm getting more Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Hello, brother. And that's the bottom line. <laughs> hey, brother. All right. So anyway. Uh, who would you pick? Nicholas Cage. You would really yeah, pick Nicholas Cage? Well, I don't know. I really have to think about that. You put me on the spot there. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I think Pedro Pascal. Um, and I know you're gonna say I would want a little flair when he talks. That's I the want thing. a static I, voice. I need mm-hmm. an actor who has a static voice because I don't picture a Doctor Doom that's like that has very mm-hmm. frequencies yeah. or very like different tones of talking. Because whenever I read anything about Doctor Doom in the comic books. I feel like he always talks like this. Very monotone? It's very monotone. But you very come, proper. Yes. That's the thing. You come to me and show me your presence. But like, I, what are you going to do? But I feel... Do you think I fear you? It's like there's no fear. There's nothing in him. But that's the thing, though, is that I always feel like whenever I read Doctor Doom is he's overly confident. Yeah. yeah. I, but I feel... I, I never get that monotone. I always get that exasperation, that like super... Mm. Uh, high and just oh nothing can stop me I am the I am the biggest I am the smartest nobody could ever think me I am the greatest person in the world mm. and then immediately he gets trounced I do uh, that is how I've always pictured Dr. Doom and I do think that Pedro Pascal would be amazing at well that. Pedro Pascal also played Mando and that's the thing is that if you take Pedro Pascal's acting as the Mandalorian mm-hmm. and you kind of like take that foundation for Dr. Doom, mm-hmm. it could work yeah, because it's wearing a mask. He's wearing a mask the entire time. You cannot see that face. It's going to be his voice the entire time. Yeah. But also you can, and that's the, and that's the other part is when Pedro Pascal underneath the mask, when he says something that's threatening, you feel threatened. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is the armor. Uh, <laughs> anybody in a Mandalorian armor sounds threatening, <laughs> especially if they got a cool voice. I but think you but it's uh, it's the way you wear it. It's mm-hmm. it's definitely the way you wear that armor. Mm-hmm. You know what? Now that I think about it, Pedro also has that perfect cross arm stance. He does mm-hmm. because you have to remember. And I, I'm sorry for the audio listeners. I have to show you what it is. 
it's yeah, Doctor Doom's classic stance is if I could like go down like this, it's like legs spread open, yeah. and arms like this, yeah, right, yeah. It's mm-hmm. that's it's it's power stance. Yeah, he has a he has a really good power stance. Yes, yeah. he's a solid power stance. Yeah, so I can see it. I can I, see it. Not only that, but also Pedro Pe- Disney loves Pedro Pascal right now. Yeah, yeah. Disney loves him. They want to get him. I know they want to get him in the MCU. I know he wants to be in the MCU. So only time will tell what will happen when Black Panther releases in a couple weeks. End of Black Panther when you see Pedro Pascal, I'm gonna, uh, dude. I don't even know what I'm gonna do. And in the end of Black Panther, when you see Nicolas Cage come out as Doctor Doom, dude. If I see Nicolas Cage as Doctor Doom, I think I'm just like, I'm done. I'm I'm out. It's awesome. But why? Why? This is Phase Five. You're gonna yeah. your follow-up from Josh five. Brolin as Thanos is Nicolas Cage's <laughs> Doctor Doom. Doom. <laughs> phase five is Face Off. Yeah, they're gonna have Secret Wars, and you're gonna have to have him John bring Travolta. Doom warm. John Travolta is Reed Richards. <laughs> <laughs> only, uh, you know what? I'm only behind that if he's Doctor Doom. If you have, <laughs> if you have him there, then yes, yeah. I'm in. I'm 100 percent in. All right. We ready to move on? Yeah. We got one more topic to I'm talk about. I'm actually more impressed. I hit that and I didn't hit the camera. Yeah. yeah. I, I hit it and hey, I was congrats. like, I was really hey, worried. You want a high five? Here's a high five. Give me a high five. Finger tip touch. Little crisp high five. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> DC. Time for some DC news, ladies and gentlemen. What is that? Give me that D. Marvel and DC unite in one issue. Dang, I thought it was an Unheard of. No, you're not going to make me laugh with that. It's too simple of a joke. Honestly, too I thought easy. it was going to make you cringe more. It did, probably. I mean, yeah. somewhere out there, or listen, when there was one listener, uh, like, uh, uh, awkward. That wasn't, that, that wasn't an awkward. That was a... <laughs> that was a uh, I'd say... Yeah, <laughs> yeah that <laughs> joke landed. DCEU <laughs> might have been saved. Guys, it could finally be over, and we might have a good five to ten years of good DCU movies. Uh-huh. The DC fanboys can finally stop crying. Uh-huh. Why? I'm waiting for the. I'm waiting for the bit. Come on. What bit? I'm just waiting for the punchline. Come I on. need the other. I need the other person that's joining uh, this crew. Oh. Okay. Warner well, Brothers is putting James Gunn, and uh, it's the director of the Shazam movie. What's his name? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> because we're prepared. Yes, we are. James Gunn and Peter Safran. There it is. As the CEOs. creative heads mm-hmm. of the DCU. They are co-CEOs and co-chairmen of DC Studios. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. That's I didn't actually know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I would just like to state I've been I've been offline that like keeping days. up with the really? nerds. I did not know that. Oh you oh, did what? I that's that is that is You did news not book. know that. I have been offline for Dude, a couple of years. I posted it on the on the Instagram that's linked to your stories on Facebook. That's this is true. how much you know. I told I him. I told it him. It doesn't actually it showed up on my own feed. No excuses. Yeah. And I still didn't know. No excuses. I put it on our chat. Hey, Renee, I need you to post this piece of news on the IG, and you didn't even look at that. Yeah. I didn't. This is how, this is you how I, suck. How what? are we going to get a hold of you in case of emergencies? Call me? <laughs> you can see the disappointment in Brad. Call my phone. You have my cell phone number. I've called you a couple times, and it goes straight to voicemail. Well, that's because you called. Oh, God. Anyways. <laughs> 
James Gunn. All it comes up is dump truck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is actually the real title. Yeah. Of his, uh, that's actually what I call him. In my Fun phone. trivia fact. Yeah. There's a Tonka truck picture. There's a Tonka truck picture of dump truck. <laughs> and it just says dump truck and whatever Brian calls. Which is really confusing. I want you to be in a meeting with the phone face up one day and I call you. and It's, it's, just, it's happened. Really? It has happened. And it's awkward. It's so <laughs> awkward to try to explain because I work in an office full of women. Damn. That is really and hard to explain. This is how you get canceled on Twitter. <laughs> it's only people. okay because then I show a picture of you and they're like, I get it. <laughs> First, again, cosplays as you me, you has think. photos of me. You That's think. a little bit weird. That's a little bit weird. We called it. Keep it up with the nerds called James Gunn to basically run the DCEU. We wanted it. We got it. And now there's just a bunch of nerds pissed off. <laughs> because you can't please everyone. Because because you, you, now James, they're like, oh, every DC movie's gonna be like Guardians of the Galaxy now, or it's gonna be. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. I I totally approve of this because for one. Why not get the two people that actually made money? Yeah. <laughs> no, that actually <laughs> made hang good on, hang on, hold DC up, hold movies. Up. Hey, thank you. Yeah. The two people that made fun DC, DC movies. Yeah. And they made money. Yeah. And they made a good And, they, and, and they one made, of them made a good show. Yeah. One of them made a really good show. One of them and, and they both made money. Here's that is all that Discovery cares about. Do you make me money? So it's all I care about. Peter Safran has done Conjuring. He's done Conjuring, The Crooked Man, uh, another Conjuring movie, and then a, The Nun, and then he, apparently they're doing The Nun too. He's did both the Aquaman movies. Are you sure that, or because it, usually that list of movies right there is like either it's wrote all, or produced, or I think I think a lot of it's direct. production. Yeah, he's I think a it's, producer. it's producer. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he yeah, produced, produced. Yeah, he The did, Nun, Annabelle, yeah. Shazam. Well, that would also make sense too because the Annabelle movies also make Warner Brothers a bunch of money. So. He's, he, he's produced a lot of films. He's he's done a lot with Warner. Yeah, he has. I so, feel like he. Uh, that's the thing is he's actually a safe choice. You're getting it's two really people that I feel are very comfortable showing off what they can do. They're not yeah. just super egotistic and no, saying no. like you know my creativity is the most you know it's what it's what sells in Hollywood. It's it's what you know brings money. It's they're two people that when you look at them, you look at their production, you look at the way they interview. They're going out there and saying I did this because I liked it because I wanted to do it. My favorite thing about James Gunn was when he was asked about why. Or what idea you had for the intro of Peacemaker? He literally said, "I wanted to make an intro that made skip. people that people couldn't skip." Your the entire point of that intro was not to connect it to the series. It had no secret message, even though people were really trying to decipher what the message was about. He literally said, "I'm just going to make an intro that you don't want that you don't want to skip. Mm -hmm. You're going to watch it every single time skipped because it every it's fun." Time. Yeah, you did. I skipped it every time. You did too. No, I watched it. Why would you skip it? Did I just call you a whore? Is that what I did right now? I, I saw your face. No, because well, I'm disappointed. I said, <laughs> I said I skipped it. You were just like, because oh. it's a good like, intro. I, it is a good intro. I watched it twice, and then I was like, okay, let's get to the show. Sometimes when I'm like, when I'm feeling sad, I put it on because I'm just like, it's like a oh great God. intro. <laughs> it's a good intro. <laughs> Really watch I more. did that this week. I literally was like, Were you sad. feeling sad? I was sad. I'm just like, you know, I was sad and I started thinking about uh, Peacemaker. I'm like, I, I love that intro. Peacemaker. Peacemaker's a solid show. It's a great show. You need to watch more anime. Uh, oh my God. No, I'm not a weeb. 
because you got to know what a good what a good intro means. Yeah, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing that. You yeah. know what? I did that with Attack on Titan, and then they got rid of the first season intro, and I wasn't. I'm we never gonna go back. They do it every season. Yeah, we, it sucks. We need to make an actual anime intro of like us, like running or like, <laughs> and then just like standing all, you know, and edit in a way where it's like, you know. Did you flesh. see what I did with the edits in the last bit? Mm-hmm. I can the, do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can do we've, it. We've we've proven that Brian is an anime nerd. I'm not. Not a week. <laughs> he definitely. He can edit. He can like definitely an like an anime. Listen, this, listen. For somebody who who says he, he's never seen an anime and he's, mm-hmm. he hates anime, he really knows what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then we can play uh, dear, yeah. dear Dear Maria. <laughs> yeah. Play Dear Maria to it. Let's see if it fits. You did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> But for back to back to the James Gunn thing, I yeah. do feel that James Gunn is a solid choice. He's honestly he's a really safe. These choice. two are really good choices, but they're safe choices. They're, uh, are they really more safe choices than like fun choices? But I do from feel, a suit perspective, it's their safe choices. Here, Peter Saffron is the businessman. He is very much going to keep them on task. Mm-hmm. He's going to keep the the wheels turning. Yeah. James Gunn is the idea guy. Yeah, he's, he's going to be... He's going he's to do the research and, and be plot. like, okay, yeah. And he's going to plot where movies need to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's going to be like, okay, cool. This goes here. Aquaman goes here. Uh, Shazam over here. We're going to do a Doctor Fate movie. We're going to put this over here. We're going to put Cyclone over here. You can... You, he is very much the nerd in the room. Because... And he really does love... D, he loves DC characters. He's a DC fan. No, no, no. Hey, add more... De- there's more detail to that. He's not just a DC fanboy. He's a D-tier DC fanboy. Oh, yeah. He loves DT heroes. He loves those heroes that I'm are not, like, they pop up in one comic like dude, once I'm, every two, three years. I'm looking forward to it just because I know he's coming. And I'm so excited because that means Condiment King's coming. And I'm so <laughs> excited about it because there's going to be a movie with Pattinson and he's going to meet Condiment King. Mm-hmm. And he knocks him out. And it's going to be so funny. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, if that, if that isn't how the next Pattinson movie starts. It won't, but okay. Come on. <laughs> come on. Matt Reeves doing it? No, Matt Reeves opening up with Condiment King robbing a bank. And then Pattinson stopping him. And then he sprays ketchup on, his, on, his, on him. And he goes, beware. And then he... And then you see Pattinson punch him out, and he knocks him out. He's like, "What was that?" Yeah, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> that would be. You know, that would be hilarious. It would be. I'm. I'm not saying that it's not gonna be the fine, greatest we'll to, moment in DC movie right, history. Fine, we'll give it to Ben Affleck. Right, fine. <laughs> ben Affleck I'm will talking, do it. And I'm thinking about tones and films and stuff like so that. So Ben Affleck will do I'm it. I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a bit. He's here, right? I can kind of see where fan critique could happen, mm-hmm. where they. DC fans are going to say, I'm afraid that this is going to convert DC into funnyboy.com, basically. Everything mm. is going to be about comedy. They're going to lighten up a lot of the broody characters. You should. It's, but you should lighten up a lot of these broody characters. I'm not disagreeing with you, but you not- have to understand that a lot of people, the casual market, when they think of DC, they think the Dark Knight. They think darkness but the, they think fear but the thing they is, is that sadness the thing that makes batman really cool is because he lives in a world where everybody else is super excited to be a superhero he the dc universe people love being superheroes they they love being the flash loves being the flash diana prince isn't you know struggling with this like past trauma or anything like that 
she enjoys being Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like there a lot of the superheroes enjoy their lives. Yes. And then that's when you have this oddball out of this kid who burns ants like Batman and he's just sitting on the back end of the playground, you know, just alone from everybody and everybody wants to play with him, but he wants to play with none of them. Yeah. Well his and, parents died. So. Yeah. <laughs> but that's but that is also part of the great comedy that comes from DC Comics because you have that cool parallel of the happiest person in the world, which is Superman, because why wouldn't you be? He's Superman. Yeah. He's a god who's best friends with the with the saddest kid in school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're best friends. And yeah. I want to really see Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck, because Ben Affleck says he's back. He says he's in. He says, hey, I'm back into this. I'm, I'm going to play Batman again. Did he I really? Wanna, yeah, he's in. He's 100% in. Well, he's going to be in the new Aquaman movie. He's in the new Aquaman. Yeah. He's already inside of Flash. He's already they've already had interviews with him and he says, "Yeah, I'm in. I'm I'm excited to 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 bring it back." He got married to JLo recently, right? He did get married to JLo. I think that's why he's happier now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say. Dude, the guy was depressed. He was. He was an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, come on. That's and, why they didn't go through with his Batman movie. Yeah. Was it? Was that really the reason? It was, it was part of the reason. Yeah. Was because he was of his alcoholism. He had problems with the studio because of how much he was in, like, mm-hmm. yeah, because of his alcoholism. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if that started around that gang movie that he made. What? Remember he? Ma- it was, oh, it was it? right after because he by, made by he the made night the, or something like that. Yeah, because he made the town. Mm-hmm. Then he went straight into Argo. Yeah. And everybody was like, "Oh, come on, man! Three for three! Let's yeah, go!" Let's do it, yeah. And then he went to make that gangster movie yeah. where he was like a head mobster. I think he was like Nicky Cohen or something. Something, yeah. And everybody went, "Oh, it's total was, Oscar bait! It's total yeah. Oscar bait!" That's that was like the cusp of him being announced as Batman too. Yeah, it was thing. right when he was announced as Batman. And everybody's like, "Oh man! Oh no!" It was right when not only was he announced as Batman, but also they had said he's going to direct a Batman movie. Oh, that's right. It was I, around that same time. Yeah. And then he, their movie came Directing out and everybody went, right. what in the world happened to this movie? <laughs> like, tone is everywhere. <laughs> so I can totally see around that time of him kind of losing it. Like, it makes sense. Is the town a good movie? Town's a great movie. It's a good heist movie. It's a great movie. It's a good bank robbing movie. It was saved Jeremy, on YouTube him, TV for me. Like, yeah, him and Jeremy ago, Renner. So I should probably watch yeah, it. Yeah. Him and Jeremy Renner are awesome together. That's the thing. When... When I heard he was going to do a Batman movie, I was like, okay, he did The Town. Think of that as like a Gotham movie, like what he's doing in Gotham and stuff like that. And it's pretty good. Yeah. Well, did he direct that movie? He directed it. Did he write it? it. Mm -hmm. He wrote it and directed it. Yeah. He's a good writer. He's a really good. He's he's already won two Oscars. Yes. He's proven it. Wait, what Oscars? (laughs) What did he win? Or what was Oscars? Uh, Goodwill Hunting and The Town. Ah, okay. And I think he. I think he got nominated for Argo. And he was nominated for, for original screenplay or uh, I think as writer or director for the town and for um, what is it? Goodwill Hunting. They were both original screenplays. Mm-hmm. Wow, he comes up with good, He's, good he, ideas. Yeah, come on, Ben Affleck is dope, dude. That's why when when people heard he was doing a Batman movie, it's like okay, cool. Right. And he was gonna write and direct it. Everybody went, yeah. dude, this is gonna be a dope Batman movie. But he stepped down as director and just yeah. th- put in his script, and he's like, okay, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna write it. But I'm not going to direct. I won't direct, but I'll write it and I'll and I'll and I'll act it. Yeah. And then that's when they start having problems with him. And, and that's when he's having. Well, according to the th- to what I or according to what I read, 
Reeves was the one that said that they didn't want to move forward with Ben Affleck. Yeah, he wanted a younger Batman. He did. That was that was a number one thing. Yeah. Is that? But yeah, no disrespect to Affleck. He said no. no. He he dis he he didn't. But that was a Zack Snyder it, choice. It, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the movie he wanted to do. Yeah. a Batman movie. He wanted to do his own Batman movie. He wanted. To, he always wanted to do Year Two. Yeah, he's always wanted to do Year Two. This was, so you could tell too that this is a story he's always thought of for Batman. I want to see the Batman again. So Dude, it's a good movie. movie. It's a I solid. Just, I just rewatched it like two days ago. I'm like, yeah, this is so good. I was talking to, I was talking to, uh, talking to my girlfriend, and uh, <gasps> I, yeah, yeah, it's labels. I know. <laughs> we have labels now. Oh my god. Wait, really? Like yeah. honestly. Yeah, oh, that's cute. Okay. So anyway, longest time we kept ragging him, be like, "Dude, when's when's when are you guys gonna <laughs> so like, he goes, he goes, break out of my business, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm, I'm just worried gonna, about why you. Why am I gonna put labels on this? <laughs> breaking nerd or breaking news from the nerds? God, Nick is no longer single. Yeah, he's <laughs> off the market. So that means, oh yeah, because the line was just out the door. <laughs> No, but, I was just swatting them yeah. left and right. No. no, but does that mean she's going to be on the February episode that we'll be doing or no? Yes. Ah. Here's hoping. Let's let's, let's, let's see how far it goes. Yes. <laughs> if it's around February, she when, when, you know she has. She's she, still here. She's, she's, she's not fed up with me by February. Yeah, she hasn't caught on. Yeah. <laughs> Which is going to be hilarious. Does she then, listen to the show? Yes, she does. <laughs> does she? she really does. And when she then made a comment about the other night too. What? What she, what she made a comment about the when, about the last episode when uh-huh. you were talking about the text messages. <laughs> <laughs> she was like covering your phone. Like, what is wrong with you? Like what were you doing in the Listen, movie theater? Were you like, showing? Why, why are you text messaging? Why are you texting someone in a theater? You're there to watch a movie. In all fairness, she sent the first text message. Okay, no pointing fingers. Okay, this is. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just saying. She was like, "How did you read it? Like, what were you doing? Showing it? Like, were you going like, hey, bro? No, well, no, because you were like, I, my ang- were, I, my angle was off. Yeah. I, in all were, fairness, I was more afraid of Brian reading it. Yeah, so you were Dude, I was more invested in the movie. I was way more afraid of Brian. So this was so this is how I saw it. I was kinda you were you were not like deliberately like this, but you were this and angled. Because I didn't want Brian to see it. Yeah. And so the light was really kind of like on, and I'm just like, what? And I'm like, what is he doing? And I just see you <laughs> sent something, and I read what you said. I'm like, oh, no. So, okay, so that's what happened there. Yeah. Where, did I, where was I going with? Oh, right. She hasn't seen the Batman yet. So I get to have this great moment of she hasn't seen any of the Batman movies. See, oh, wow. One of the greatest. So we're about to have this like Batman. I would say I'm probably really excited because also I get to do that with Mandy, but with Doctor Who. Uh, I've actually never watched Doctor Who. Should watch Doctor. You would like Doctor Who. I don't think he would. I think he would. You, you would don't know in... what I like. Okay, he would get into the first two seasons, I think, and I think by the third season, you I don't would get know tired what the fir- I don't know what the first season is. We'll explain to you later. Yeah, I've been more. I that was, I. I feel like I'm more afraid to get into Doctor Who because uh, I don't know where to start. It's British. Uh, it's British Star Trek. It's Stop British it. Star Trek mixed with James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. It's not everything Star Trek. In storytelling, is it really star- British? Yes, Star Trek? it's British Star Trek. I always thought it was more Quantum Leap. It's yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it's. I like, always thought it was more Quantum. Basically, Leap Basically, it, it is more Quantum Leap of like, oh, what scenario we're we gonna get into this week? Yeah, that's what it is. I've, that's that's what, what I've always thought yeah. of it. I like just kind of seeing. That's a good. That's that's a. It's a British Quantum Leap. It's a British Quantum Leap. Yeah. Okay. You, With some James Bond elements. He mm-hmm. just did not want to compare it to Star Trek. That's you really, <laughs> you really. He's like, I don't want to watch something that's comparable yeah, to Star bad. Trek. <laughs> so let me put it into perspective. Something that I like. I'm a Star Wars nerd, I can't. <laughs> 
hack Trek here. Yeah, we don't hack that Trek here. All right. So I came into the shop. Okay, quick little thing. Quick little. I know we're in a super tangent, but we're about to wrap up the yeah, show. Point sure. being, we're very excited with James Gunn yeah. and Peter. Uh, I forget his name. Oh my god. Oh, Peter Saffron. 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 Like this. Saffron. Yeah, sa- Saffron. Saffron. We're very excited for them to, yeah. to helm the, the studio, and good for them. We're excited to see what the DCU is going to be like yeah. in I'm the just, next five years. I'm, I'm interested to see their timeline. Yeah, we'll I can't. I, I'm really hoping that by next uh, Comic-Con. Next year. I'm hoping that next year's Comic-Con, they at least they have a, they have a roadmap yeah. of, yeah. all right, cool, this is the movie that's coming out. Boom, 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 boom. And, yeah. these are the, and this is our lineup. And these are who we've cast. Yeah. And this is the Justice League. Because it only goes far out to maybe the Batman 2. Right, that's what I would imagine. Yeah, but you have as to also right understand now. that the Batman is separate from no, everything. No, but that as DC of like DC projects, what, DC what, projects, yes. What yeah. I wouldn't mind if they came out and then they showed off two timelines. That's what I kind of want. That would be that's what I want them to do if, is to give us that prime timeline and then the alternate timeline of mm-hmm. like different movies that exist in different universes but are not and, connected to. The, and I'm the okay main with one. that because then you're already prepping Crisis. Okay, yeah. You're prepping Crisis. If you have all of these movies that are just like, oh yeah, it's a different timeline or it's a different, uh, this is a different universe. This is technically Earth 2090, whatever. This is Earth 666. This is the Nazi one. (laughs) This is the Nazi DC universe. They have a Nazi DC universe. That's just, that's a thing. That's a thing that's in the DC universe. Superman. Superman the Superman Nazi. landed on the opposite yeah. side of the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's in Berlin. Yeah, uh, Berlin. Also, the Nazis were already defeated, so you should really learn your history on that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's called the Cold Listen. War, sir. <laughs> you should really learn your Listen. history. Listen. <laughs> wall wasn't up yet. <laughs> Listen. All right. That's why I didn't do so well in world history, right? U.S. history. Yes. What? Like the Great Wall of China. I'm just like, I know, I know that. I'm just like, all right. You had your laugh? Yeah. Okay, good. Because you don't know history. It's fun. <laughs> you have a lot of history nerds on this podcast that listen to us and they're like, this idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they came yeah. for. Those deep history cuts. Deep history. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one listener that's that like, that one guy that got it. That yeah. one guy that was like, I don't know what He's in his car. <laughs> He's probably going to be like, I didn't know the Nazis made walls. He's like, why is someone laughing that hard? What is he listening to? (laughs) I'm listening to this idiot. No, but I I do think that... I have the power to edit this episode. Just cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. Never. Never. You know what? It's just a clip. Every single clip. No, uh, but I do think that would be interesting. I think that that would be a really... interesting way of kind of going okay cool how are we going to do this how are we going to fix everything that's kind of a jumbled mess what do we do let's set up the timelines we'll continue on with the actors we already have for a couple of movies except for ezra Except for Ezra Miller, oh, I don't which, know. It kind of makes it know. seem like he's staying. Sa- yeah, I know they haven't recast. They haven't I don't done know, anything. But I think else. he might be going to jail soon. If he goes to jail for twenty six years, they he, they kind of need to recast. Unless they have a dude. <laughs> yeah, that imagine would be, he's dude, in a green screen in a cell. <laughs> if you see him in a jumpsuit, all right, Ezra, just, we're going to be sending you a green screen. We need to put you, you know, we need to put up green, on the cell wall. Dude, it's a green screen with a treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now run, Barry. Time, run. Time. <laughs> They're filming any scene. They have the CGI, any characters in the background. Hey, guys, I'm trapped in the, I'm trapped in the speed force. <laughs> I'm I'm a literal prisoner of the Speed Force guy uh, <laughs> for things I didn't do. Yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> for things that I've been accused. Of. Yeah. <laughs> all... You know what? I, I was unjustly judged. You know what's funny? I've I was talking to some. I was talking Monster. to a coworker who um because we were talking about the Flash yeah. right and um, I guess they didn't know that um the Flash was still gonna come out. And that Ezra Miller was basically like, he apologized all this other stuff. And he's just like, man, I just don't know who they would recast as a, as, as the flash. And I mentioned what you guys said, you could say, or Mm -hmm. we mentioned Grant Gustin. Oh yeah. Which by the way, I was five feet away from meeting at when I used to work at Disney. Oh yeah. I walked by him. He's pretty, he looks pretty young. He's pretty tall too. He's like, he's in like his. He looked when I saw him in he's person. He's in his early thirties, isn't he? He uh, looked like yeah. he was in his like mid twenties, early twenties. No, he's in like his. He's no, in like but his the way he looked. I know, but yeah. Well, that's also because he, you know, he's fit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like super fit. But it's funny because a lot of people keep. How old is he? Thirty-two. Told you. So yeah, he's pretty young. But it's interesting because not a lot of people think of him because the show sucks. Mm-hmm. But he's a good Flash. That's interesting. He so he was twenty-four. Yeah. When he started the Flash. Good for him. Because it's been on for eight seasons. Oh, did you hear who they announced for the final villain for the last season of Flash? Who is it? Red Death. Okay. But Red Death is played by the former actress that played Batwoman. Ruby Rose? No, the other one. The African-American one? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Because they're staying within, like, the, the universe of, like, the CW, DC universe. So, Batgirl, Batwoman turned into Red Death? Yeah. How did that happen? Multiverse, I guess. I don't know. Red Death, Flash. Hold on, Red Death. CW. Yeah, you can, yeah. Let me see. They put up a picture of it. Did they? Yeah. I mean, she's a good actress. She is a solid actress. There was a picture I saw. And it, like re- and it got deleted. It probably did get deleted, honestly. I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't. I do think that that's a shame, though. I do always hate whenever um, they do that mm-hmm. for the CW. I think that there should just be kind of like, we're not going to tell you who it is. Because the only other thing that I really liked was I liked when they had the villains and they were voiced by somebody else. Yeah. So you didn't know who they were, like Tony Todd. Yeah. Like, that was awesome. We do have to wrap up the show because we're hitting that hour yeah, 30 mark. Yeah. Uh, but interesting, that's, that's interesting cool, bits. That'd be cool. Interesting bits. Marvel and DC united in one issue. It's Great a, pieces of news that have come it's, out. It's interesting to kind of see after all the backlash from uh, from D, Warner DC to kind of see them grabbing, you know, their footing. Kind of yeah. going, all right, cool. Kind of see the plan well, coming together. I've, I've I've talked about this with uh, customers here, and I go, Marvel and DC are two different dynamics when it comes to what they should do. Marvel should never listen to the fans, but DC should listen to the fans. That I've noticed that when they listen to the fans, the movies to always an work out. Yeah, to an extent, but the movies always work out when they give the fans what they want. Because the fans that are talking about DC mm-hmm. are the fans that have stuck with it and yeah. are still devoted to it. The Marvel fans, Marvel fans, are we honestly of, don't know what we want. No, we know we're just over. We we're overstepped by the people that think they know what they want. Yeah. They just don't know what they want. No, I f- I feel that 
expectations for Marvel movies are far too high because once you get to Infinity War and once you get to Endgame and once you get to all these like giant events, how do I go back to a normal movie? You don't. Yeah. That's the hard you part. You can't. That's like, how do you, how do you go back to, oh, yeah, we're going to stop this to bank robber. To be fair. I mean, look at No Way Home. That was like an event. Yeah. Yeah. But to be fair, to be fair. Every movie has to be an event. Endgame hit rock bottom when COVID happened. Endgame was the climax. It was the top of the mountain. COVID happened. And Marvel just dropped off the cliff. And so now people are kind of like trying to figure out. What the heck's going to happen? What is this, aliens? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, DC's headed in a positive direction. Here's hoping. Yep. I don't really have anything to say about Peter Saffron and James Gunn taking over. I really do think it's going to be pretty good. They they know how to make good movies. They know how to make entertaining movies. I I have faith in them. Well, it also will be interesting to see uh, the new Shazam movie and how well that does. That's true. We'll see. We'll see. All We're right. going to get a Black Adam after credit scene after that. Oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> if Dwayne The Rock Johnson doesn't spoil it. <laughs> you know you know what? Say what you will. I do think that that put more butts in seats. No, it, did. Um, it, it did. did. But I that think po- did. that uh, Say what you will of like, dang, I really no, wish no, no. that. No, no, no. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. I that do was have to agree move. with the that movie's producers, though. And I do have to agree with the movie's producer and director here in saying that it is kind of disappointing because – you build up to that. You want that to be no, like yeah. a cool scene. And <laughs> I like how he's, he worded that. He's all like, I'm just disappointed that it was happening. Not like, God damn it, rock. <laughs> he like not calling him out because he knows the rock will just murder him. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you just see him grab from behind, just smash him. <laughs> It's the guy who no 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 that, he fought the Undertaker. What am that, I supposed that's to do? That's not how that conversation <laughs> yeah. went. The yeah. conversation went like, all right, so I'm going to be going in an interview, right? Yeah. I'm going to be going on a late night talk show host to or talk show to talk about yeah. uh, the black or Black Adam, right? I'm going to do this. Uh, I think he maybe had I should publicist yeah. say like, hey, someone spoiled the after credits. Who did it? No 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 no. no, no. Like, he, he, he's talking to a publicist. He's like, you know, I'm going to talk about this about that, and I think I kind of want to tease the uh, the after credit scene. Oh, um, just don't say Mr. too much, Mr. Johnson. I don't think it's a it's a good yeah. idea. And then he hits him with this. He does, the, he does the eyebrow. He does the eyebrow. He's like, excuse me? I, 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 I just mean to say, you know. I just, I mean, you know, I mean, you you technically, I shouldn't do it. I if, am if you're, it, Dwayne. If you're going to do it. Like. I am Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You know what I'm smelling? You know what I'm smelling? I'm smelling I'm working with a bunch of jabronis. <laughs> you know what? You know what? He just walks out. He just walks out. He's like, you know what? Do you know? Do you know what? It doesn't matter what you what you have to say. Yeah. I'm gonna do whatever I want. Yeah. And then he walks out and Jimmy Fallon and he just And Fallon's hey, or, or like it's like, hey Fallon's gonna ask you if Superman's in it. And he's all like, so the director comes out, I'm disappointed, arms broken. <laughs> he's all, all beaten up, black guy. I'm just disappointed. That the that he decided to spoil that. <laughs> that someone but I, but I understand why. <laughs> I'm very disappointed that he who shall not be named, yeah. because I fell. <laughs> I have fell. I fell <laughs> on a <laughs> on a plank of fists. And I regret my words <laughs> when I spoke out. Yeah. I really tripped over my own words on that one. Yeah. And apparently my face will not go through concrete. Even if you bang it on the floor six times. 
It was actually seven. You you passed out. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was seven. You and passed out that, after six. And on that note, we're going to wrap up issue 121. Thank you so much for joining us here at Keeping Up With The Nerds. Once again, go check us out at our website, Keeping Up With The uh, Nerds.com. Follow us on all our socials, including Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You guys can find us at, on YouTube at Keeping Up With The Nerds and anywhere you guys listen to your podcast. Visit our partnered podcast, Our Real Addictions, which release episodes on YouTube and all audio platforms every Thursday at 11. Our issues, not episodes, our issues release every Wednesday at 11.30. Keep in mind, next week, issue 122 is the start of Guest Extravaganza. The week of guests. The month of guests. The week of guests. <laughs> so follow us on socials to see who is going to be coming up next. No. Renee, are you ready to yeah. wrap up this issue? No, because I don't have the clipboard in front of me. Now he does. Do you want to do now with I the do. uh with the Michael Myers? No. no. <laughs> so it's apparently sounds like I have a dick in my mouth. <laughs> hey man, I'm just telling you, I don't want I don't want you to look Sometimes back. the truth hurts, okay? <laughs> try to, try to help dude. you out. Yeah. You might as well just stick this in my back, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's halfway there already, come on. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Okay, go. This has been Keeping Up With The Nerds, issue 121. My name is Renee. And Nick. This is Brian. Signing off from Undersea Comics. We'll see you all next time. <laughs> this has been Keeping Up With The Nerds. Don't forget to follow us here and all other platforms and socials, including YouTube, for the live version of the show. Thanks, and we hope to see you all next time.